Welcome back to the Big Ass Cornhole Podcast, where we are joined by owner and founder of Blackjack Cornhole, Troy Hauser. Troy, man, thank you so much for joining us. We're, uh, we really appreciate it. Hey, man, I appreciate you guys for uh, having me on. This episode known for just children. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, you got episode twenty-one, just you, like you asked for, and I—I I mean, it's—it's it's a good one too. Trust us. You—you you claimed it early, and which was smart. Yeah. yeah, it was smart. Yeah, man, we do everything we do with Blackjack. It seems like it's on twenty-one. We have release dates on twenty-one, and you know, I mean, Cornell's till twenty-one, so that's how we start the name to start with. Absolutely. So let's before we go into like the Blackjack side of it. Just take us through how you first got involved in cornhole, um, like why you enjoy playing, all that kind of stuff. Just give us a little background. Yeah, well, I think uh, this is a similar story, and everybody says that, but it's true. I mean, we, you know, we just ran across it at a tailgate. We're actually um, we're big University of Tennessee fans, and we go down to do tailgating for whether it be the season opener or just a big home game or whatever. And we, so we're really competitive, and we would have play whatever we could find, whether it be horseshoes or ladder golf or whatever, and uh, the first time we ever seen Cornhole uh, was uh, a friend of mine, uh, Cliff Kenner, is a best friend through high school, we go down tailgate and we saw this game, and we're like, what's this, you know, and he played softball, and uh, and, I, and I was a bowler, we'll mention that again later, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been listening, I've been watching you, right. but uh, so we, uh, we just thought man this this looks like something we could do so we we kind of googled it to see like what the dimensions were we weren't really crafty but uh, my uncle was and I, I said can you make us some of these and so we we had some boards made we painted them orange and white like the university of tennessee and we had just some bags made we actually put beans in them my aunt sewed those up so we were just kind of playing in the, at the that was kind of became our cookout fun um, here at the house whenever we did that. But that's how we found Cornhole originally. Okay. And, um, yeah, so we just got competitive, and we wanted to find out how we could play it. We thought we were the best there, there was in Tri-Cities, <laughs> uh, so we started looking for tournaments, and we would just find little tournaments. We'd go, and the one story that is a little bit different than other people's we actually did go win our very first tournament we ever got in okay and but these were things were the, just like at the lake boondocks where they're, you know, they're <laughs> hey a win is a win bouncy boards but we went and we were still we were still better than they were it was a little while before we got into a competitive tournament when we found out that we weren't as good as we thought we were <laughs> and when you learn to play that bounce and then you don't play it on like hard sturdy boards it's a way different game it's 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 something else. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was it about the game that you enjoyed so much? Well, um, whenever we first started winning, kind of yeah. <laughs> um, there was no, there was really no money. We were playing for beer money more than anything. But, the most uh, important money, yeah, for sure. It was just, it was, it was a fun, um, competitive thing for us to do. You could really take it anywhere and do anything. Uh, you know, anybody could play it that we were with. Um, that was the big draw, um, but as far as draw into like competitive side, you know, I mean, I think just the social part of it, uh, we're just all the camaraderie we have with friends. I mean, that's that's a big draw for us, and, and for me especially, I, I like just hanging out with everybody, having a good time. So, if if you were to describe yourself as a player, what would you? What words would you use to describe yourself? Oh, man. <laughs> Inconsistent. Um, yeah. I, I feel like 
lot of guys here joke around that I'm the best down and backer in the game. So whenever <laughs> we get up there and we down and back, uh, Amen, brother. Everybody's like, "Oh crap, this guy's good." <laughs> and, then, and then we start to score, and my first two bags are short. <laughs> then I play and catch up the rest of the game, but just inconsistent. And uh, I, that would probably be the best word to describe me. And that's the difference between most players and the uh, pros is the inconsistency. So you got. Um, so not only are you a player, but you're also an ACO director, correct? That is correct. I'm actually a Big South Commissioner for the ACO, okay. the Coral Organization. Um, so that gives me the state of Tennessee, which is my home state. Okay. Uh, also have uh, Mississippi, uh, have Alabama, I have Louisiana, and I have Arkansas. So that's uh, all the ones that I commish. Um, uh, much like William Howell, um, you guys probably are familiar with oh, him. Yeah, very much so, yep. So, and Ryan LaBelle, Kat Kennedy, uh, Brian Jones, all these people are uh, commissioners for the American Coral Organization. I just happen to be the one for Big South. Okay. Now, how did you get involved with that? <laughs> well, we actually, um, when we started finding more competitive cornhole, um, even locally, we, there was uh, some tournaments here that where a few pros would come in, and they were wearing ACO jerseys, and that was the first time we ever heard of the ACO, so really by Google, we found ACO, and then... Uh, we found out what it could take. We were already running tournaments as Blackjack Cornhole at that time, so we like, how can we get involved with the ACO and, and actually be a league and things like that? Or we didn't really know what it was involved, but then, then we found Frank Gears and Eric Connerman, and they got us um, you know, set up as just certified officials at the time, but we were able to grow our brand and grow our group, and then that's how we ended up um, becoming you know, commissioners. So let me ask you, so, I mean, by us, um, ACO is not very big. Um, down south, like southern Ohio, it's a little bit bigger. Right. So like, what kind of numbers are you guys seeing at, like, your bigger events? Uh, are you talking about, like, for our regional events? Yeah, yeah, or? let's say a regional event, yeah. Yeah, my regionals average about 25 players okay. uh, per month. Um, but we register, you know, I, do, I do about 60 memberships every year. They okay. just don't always show up. Yeah. <laughs> Or there'll be a few players that come out like the very, for their very first time and they see our pros and our state champions and those Megan Moppins of the world and they're like, we don't want none of this. <laughs> and we don't ever see them again. But we, we average around 60 memberships every single year and then occasionally we'll, have, we'll break 40, but the average players for singles is 25 players in our regional here in Bristol. And you guys in ACO, again, and I don't mean to be like to sound ignorant, in in the ACO, you guys don't necessarily have different skill divisions, do you? That's correct, yeah. We just have uh, just the open singles. Uh, you know, We have our divisions as far as juniors and women's and seniors and co-ed, but the open division is just an open division. There's no, it, it doesn't break down to any type of tiers until you go to Worlds. And when okay. you go to Worlds, then it does break into tiers based off of your pool play. So... Um, you know, if you're finishing first and second out of your pool play, then you would be playing in the main bracket. But if you finish third and fourth, you'd be playing in like tier A, tier B, tier okay. C. But yeah, that's the only time we actually use a tier format is at Worlds. I mean, they'd be a pretty intimidating for a new player walking in. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, I, I, sometimes I try to encourage my guys to not, don't skunk them. You know, please don't <laughs> like, I don't. I, I feel bad for taking this guy twenty five dollars for a membership, and he doesn't score a point. You know, um, but it's it, we we kind of learned that hard way 
too because we didn't know any different either. Yeah. And uh, we had we had pros. I mean, whenever we first uh, started being a certified official, we had pros like Frank Modlin and uh, Jordan Langworthy that came here. This was kind of a meet in the middle area for them. Yeah. They would come. They would come here and they would just wax us, and uh, that was it. Was kind of like you know you only going to get better by playing better competition. So. The thing about it is now that the competition even more is even stronger than it was then. So it's tough. Um, even our players that are not that season can wax somebody that's brand new. I got gotcha. you. Oh yeah. So let's let's go back to you as a player. Okay. Yeah. What are your go-to bags right now? What are you throwing? Well, my go-to bag is actually my Blackjack High Stakes Spade Series. So that okay. is uh, the bag that I created for my own self. Uh, <laughs> and I felt like there was a lot of players that play a lot like I do uh, as far as the, the speed and the loft. and the, um, They needed something that had a little bit of hold, but they didn't want something that was a sticky suede. And um, when I kind of discovered the inverted suede, I found out that that was a perfect um, speed for me. Yeah, but I also wanted something that was extremely fast on the other side yep. because my current partner, uh, Mike Dobbins, he likes it the slicker. But there, there's no too slick for him. Okay. And uh, so I was like, I need a bag that's, I mean, I, I play the game for doubles more than I do for singles. Singles, you can get hot and you can get going good, but I've never been a really good singles player. I have a, a better time playing as doubles and it's more fun for me. Um, so I wanted to kind of create a bag for for me and Mike, and okay. that bag that bag right now is the the Spade series. And we're huge fans. I'm of it. a huge fan yeah, of it. Loved it. Uh, yeah, well, that's great to hear. Yeah, yeah, that that reverse suede was quite the fun. It was the cause... first bag that I've ever thrown that had um, that reverse suede on it. It was great. I loved it. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, I tend to like a faster bag too, but the reverse suede, like we were talking about actually on our episode today, it doesn't. It doesn't grab like suede does. You know what I mean? Like there is still a little bit slide, but it's still controllable, and you can still do all the shots that like like a carpet would do, kind of thing. So we loved it. Right. Yeah. You can still dig. We call it dig, where you kind of go from right to left. Yeah. And, uh, so you still have the dig shot with that, and if you throw it flat enough, it's going to still stay true and straight. Yep. So yep. Yep. You can turn you can turn the bag and make it do what you want to do with it, and I think it's a perfect perfect bag for me and my speed and we do have a lot of humidity down here in tennessee so there is times where i do have to go to the xl fabric that's on the other side this is a bag that is made by reynolds um oh we're gonna get there don't you worry it does have that fast xl that doesn't seem to uh, be phased by any type of humidity or wet dampness or anything absolutely yeah i mean that's that's what that fabric's made for all right so uh so you know, as we said before, you you own Blackjack Cornhole. Um, you touched on how you you came up with the name being twenty one, but uh, you know, what made you want to start up the company of Blackjack? Well, uh, I actually did have a partner when we very first started uh, Blackjack Cornhole. It was my best friend through high school that uh, where we founded the Cornhole at all. For you know, all together was in the University of Tennessee, and that was a guy. Um, his name's Cliff Canner, and he started this with me. But we played poker. That was kind of our our thing that we did together. Um, he was big in the softball. I was big in the bowling. So we didn't really have a hobby other than playing poker that we did together. And then when we found cornhole, it was like this perfect mix. And, I, and we went to go find these tournaments to play in. And I said, let's be let's be blackjack and take. 
takes 21 to win this game. Yeah. And I said, so that was kind of how we founded the name Blackjack. But we were literally just Blackjack. There was no Blackjack Cornell. It was just Blackjack. And that was our team name. And then uh, we just decided, you know, we kind of, he likes to take things to the next level. And he's like, let's just run these tournaments ourselves. You know, we don't have to go to other tournaments. We want want them to be on Friday nights, and they're not. So let's just have them on Friday nights ourselves. (laughs) So we we built our own boards, and and we did order our own order bags. We never tried to make our own bags, but we did make our own boards. And then we started Blackjack Cornhole, and um, it's it's been kind of overwhelming how well it is today. It was really just a hobby, and then we just wanted it for our local players, and then we we ended up actually having a business out of it. I think you guys have one of the best-looking logos in the game. Yeah. Oh, Seriously, down. it was like it was when we were first getting into it. Um, you know, we start seeing cornhole bags pop up, and I remember seeing your logo on a bag, and I'm like, dude, I got to get a set of these. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it was really before like you guys had completely blown up. So yeah. I just remember I kept seeing like I don't know what you guys call the throw man. The throw man. Or, you know, I mean, it's it's I mean, ACO inspired. Yeah, I'm I mean, sure. Like it's it's great. I mean, it was awesome. I love the logo. It's sharp looking. You guys always have awesome color combos. I mean, it's great. I mean, I love it. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. We we can get a lot of good feedback about our logo and our brand, and uh, people are just drawn to the spade um, itself. It just seems to be a drawing image that people really like, and they feel cool, or they feel special, or they feel confident. Whenever <laughs> Maybe that's why I wanted it. <laughs> so um, we had the pitch man, but so so I pitched this idea. Pitch, no pun intended. Uh, I pitched this idea to a guy that was uh, creating a jersey for us, and. Um, I said, I want to have this pitch man like this, like we do at the ACO logo. And I said, we're blackjack. I want to use a spade. And I don't know how you're going to do it, but you're the design guy. And I'm just the one that tells you what to do. <laughs> I said, we want some checkerboards in there because that was the that's what the end zone of Tennessee University of Tennessee. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry about that, man. You guys don't get to see that end zone very often. So yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> To the so are you you mentioned before right that and I love that you guys aren't trying to hide behind anything you got you develop these bags but you're using Reynolds to manufacture them but you design them you know what I mean like you're coming up with the the fabric pairings and all that stuff and I like that you know what I mean you're not trying to come out and say that like hey I invented this brand new bag you know you're giving credit where credits due and I think that's a smart move because dude Reynolds is still king I don't yeah. care what anybody says. You know what I mean? They're on time. They can do anything they want with bags, and their product is always top-notch. How much research and development did you have to put in before you guys were released? I mean, obviously you were throwing the Spade series, but your next series, for example, like the Diamonds, how much research and development did you put in before you felt comfortable releasing them? Oh, wow. Well, sometimes they just click right away, and um, sometimes Jeff already has a really good idea of what we want just by he can kind of read my mind and whatever I tell him what I want and how I want it to feel and things like that what I want the, how do I want the fabrics to react together and Jeff I mean he he is unbelievable man that guy is a perfectionist and he's going to make it right and he's got so many tricks up his sleeve it's not even funny 
and you're right, they are king, he is king, but um, for the spade series, it was really, really simple, Um, I told him what fabrics I wanted, and about how I wanted that to be filled, and the textures and all that thing as far as the resin that I wanted in it, and he literally, like, the prototype was the perfect match. It's awesome. Like, we, we, we've done one prototype with the, with the Spade series, and we were in love, Sean and I and my, and my partner Mike, we were all in love with the Spade series right away. The Diamond series was a little bit tougher. We knew we wanted a dual slick bag because it felt like that was where a lot of the game was going. Yeah. And at that, and at that time, all Cornhole had released this, an onslaught that was, you know, really, really playing well and good players were winning with it so we wanted to have that dual slick option so it did take us a little bit more time one one complaint that we had of a lot of our players were you know bags being too floppy yes so we was like okay we need to find a slick material that's tough yeah and so we found that with the touch fabric yep. and the, that's the pro edge speed fast side that's how most people know it is the pro edge speed fast side yep um but that's that's a touch fabric that's what jeff calls it and um so it is tough and it takes it, it does take a beat and I, I actually joked around with jeff that we need to start delivering those bags in envelopes so it take a beating on the way to its destination yeah, no, I, yeah. So, by the time got, so by the time it got there it'd be ready to play but, yeah absolutely um, I love the way they play though, because again, I like I like a faster bag. If I'm going to play singles, I tend to like it. Um, I was fooling around with them just the other day. I, I freaking love them. Um, like you said, they don't lose they don't lose shape. They come out of your hand very nice. Again, they they just have that. I we always describe it as like that Reynolds feel. You know what I mean? Like it just feels like it's something familiar. You know, when you have that bag in your hand, and first of all, it's sweet. And we have I think the nicest looking diamonds out there because I believe. Uh, we got one of ones. Like those are pretty oh, they sweet. They are. They are fantastic. We've got many comments on those. You're not supposed to be telling. I know. I know. But like we got a right. humble brag right. here. Okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so do you um let's do you have anything new in the works for bags? Are you guys are you guys happy where you're at right now? Or I mean, there's I mean, there's I mean, last time I played cards, I mean, there's still two other suits you can uh, you can play with. Yeah, I'm not sure if we're going to go as far as with the clubs and the art series. Okay. And that was kind of the original plan, and we do have um, the artwork for those series. If they, they still all have the, the main logo of our Pitchman Spade, but they would they would show a smaller symbols in the background like the club and the heart. Um, we've got that. I'm not sure if we're going to continue with the high stakes series or not. Okay. I kind of envi- I kind of envisioned that the high stakes series would all have XL fabric as the slick side, all four of them. Okay. And would just be a different slow side. Um, but I fell in love with some new stuff that Jeff's got, and I, I'm I'm not allowed to really show it or talk about it. But I, mean, I can talk about it because it, but it's amazing stuff. And okay. Uh, I, I already have prototypes. I've got several prototypes. Okay. Good stuff. And Reynolds bags is going to be so awesome coming next season. Well, I'm sure. Season. I'm sure. I mean, every year they come out with something new and better. I mean, it's just great. So, and Jeff, Jeff's like, you cannot see this. No one can see these bags, but you and Sean. And he's His like, name's Sean? Like, yeah. I said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, come on, Jeff. I really want to play these bags at my next regional. And he's like, you can't. Can't you can't and uh, so he just doesn't want anyone to see this fabric I got you. Um, before the next you know and once all the bags are approved then he'll let me start showing this bag off a little bit. But I got you. It's kind of like 
if if you wait a year, then it takes, or if you wait till everybody's approved, then they have to wait at least one year before they can copycat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, basically, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm just saying it because it's true. Oh, um, it, dude, so, it's a copycat market. I mean, everyone I think knows that for sure, 100. Yeah, you know, at least this way, they have to wait one year before they can copy it. Yep. So yep. to be the only one with that material for you know for the next ACL season, and I don't blame him one bit. So I have I have a request from you. If you're looking for for customer feedback on a bag, I, I'm a slow bag player. I love slow bags. Give me give me that Reynolds carpet with reverse suede on the other side. Wow. I'm telling you, I throw the bag hard. He does. He does. Throw I, hard. I throw a hard ass bag, and I'm telling you that thing would be my match made in heaven. I don't need a fast side. I've had I've actually had requests for the reverse suede and the touch fabric as well. And, oh, I can um, see that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that'd, that'd be, be a, a, a pretty stiff. That'd be a stiff bag, though, for a yeah, while. A yeah, it would be a little tough. Yeah. Uh, but, all right. But, yeah. So, one of the other things that you guys recently released was um, you guys now have a series of boards. Yeah. Do those, they look freaking sweet. So, can you just, you know, just quickly touch on, like, you know, why you guys decided to just go away from just not doing just the bags and go the boards route? Because all the pictures you're posting are just awesome looking. Yeah, well, I tell you, we've always had um, the ACO boards, and that's what I've always ran my regionals with, my bigger events with, even my events that were just blackjack events and, and not American Cornhole events. Um, we we just lived by that ACO star board. It's just an amazing board, still the best made board on the planet, in my opinion. Um, but that board's no longer in production, and even the American Cornhole organization can't get that board anymore. So we just kind of we, we waited around and waited around a little while for the American Cornhole organization to come up with one. It just it was really hard. Frank Gears is extremely picky about what he wants, and I think it was Sean that really kind of pushed me and was like, "Man, you just need to make a blackjack board and just move on with it." And so. Um, I got in touch with, uh, yeah, and I have fished around a little bit for some boards. Yeah. But really the, the person that gave me the name of Steve Miles, which is Cornhole Solutions, um, the person that gave me that name was Willie Webb. I don't know if you're familiar with who Willie Webb is, but he's a, he's a kind of well-known guy in the ACO, and he's, a, he's actually sponsored by Ultra. But he said, mm. well, Steve Miles makes boards, isn't he down there in Tennessee? And I was like, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I'm not on Facebook the way you are. I don't have time <laughs> to look up all this stuff. So I said, I don't know. So I looked up Steve Miles, and I'm friends with the guy. And I'm like, okay, I'm friends with this guy. And we've got all kinds of mutual friends, but I don't know who he is. Anyway, it turns out that Steve Miles is only uh, one hour from me. He lives in Morristown, Tennessee. And so Sean and I made a trip down there to visit his shop and see how it all goes. And come to find out, Steve is the best kept secret in Cornwall. That guy is making a lot of tops for a lot of well-known, well, well-known people. I'm that sure. No one knows. <laughs> well, there's, there's a lot of that that goes on in the cornhole world. <laughs> Absolutely. So he does a lot of white labeling for people, but uh, Steve and his wife, man, they do an amazing job. They they really built a, a business from scratch for only about five years. They were doing this from the, the garage at one time, but now they got an awesome shop. And um, I can't say enough about. Uh, how much they've helped us, and I, I know just by some of the group texts that I'm in with other people, how much they've helped other people grow their brands and uh, build boards and stuff. It, it's 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 great. <laughs> All right, so so you know we we've talked about Troy Hauser, the ACO director. We've talked about 
how you're a business owner. We talked about you as a player. Now I want to know Troy Hauser as a person. What's your beverage of choice? What are you drinking on the boards? Beverage of choice would be Budweiser Select. Ooh. Oh, all right. It's low carbs. Budweiser I like it. Got to keep it trim. I don't get that, but... <laughs> I was a for a really long time, but uh, after I turned in my 30s, uh, that's when I, I started having to watch the carbs a little bit, and um, I went. I got turned on to Bud Select. I mean, I've, I've sold it for years, 15 years I've been selling it, and I've always thought it was a good brand, but we never really, Anheuser-Busch never pushed it uh, like they do Michelob Ultra, but um, yeah, that's my favorite beer, and I've actually turned a lot of my players onto it, so you see more Bud Select. Act at one of my regionals than you do anywhere. <laughs> there you go. All right. So one of the one of the questions we love to ask people, all right, when they come on the show is, if you had to throw a whole match, all right, but you had to throw four different bags, all right, in order, yeah. all right, every time it was the same order. What four bags are you going with, in what order? Uh, probably. I really my favorite Reynolds series right now is Pro X. Okay. Um, so I feel like that would be my first bag. That way, if I miss left or right, that carpet might just give me a little bumper, so I can get a 10 out of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my opponent gets a 12, but I get a 10. I got you. Um, and then I'm going to throw my high stakes sweep, uh spade series. I just I love that bag. That's that's my that's my go to all the time. Um, so I'm going to throw that one second. And hopefully, I've still got a bumper. I might have two bumpers now. I might have one on each side. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> We call it the alleyway. That's yeah. all right. <laughs> yeah, I'll throw the Diamond Series bag after that because I feel like I've got probably a good gutter now. And, uh, you know, Jeff might kick me in the butt for this, but uh, you got to give credit where credit's due. And the All Slide is a, is a bag that I really, um, I think I, it plays well to my, it, it's not too fast. I still have to lob it up there a little bit more, but I'd probably throw that as my fourth bag. And it's a little, it's, it's a little larger, even though it's really not. You do the measurements. It yeah. seems like it's a little larger, so you can do some cleanup with it, too. I got gotcha. you. Push in some other stuff. But I think that would be my four bags. That's, that's, a, tough, that's a tough lineup. That's a tough lineup. Heck, yeah. yeah. So we, we always like to give opportunities. Do you, um, do you have anybody you want to shout out? Oh, man. I don't have a Frank model. <laughs> <laughs> He's never going to live that down, let me tell you. He is never going to live that down. He's still giving shout-outs to people, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, well, I mean, the very first person I have to give a shout-out to is my wife, Alicia. Man, she puts up with so much crap when it comes to blackjack. And I've already got a demanding job where I'm working 50-plus hours a week, and then I've got a side hustle that seems like it's 24-7. I mean, we're always messaging people or... Uh, whether it's catching up on ACO stuff or whatever. So Alicia gets the first shout-out from me. Um, Sean right now, he's my right-hand man. Sean Duggar, he, golly, I mean, he, he, is, he is the best uh, un, unpaid employee that you'll ever have anywhere. <laughs> this guy. I'll take care of Sean, but uh, he doesn't want anything besides just the help. And um, he helps me, whether it comes to registration or selling bags and taking orders and sending in um, getting money for me or whatever from these people that are wanting to buy bags. I would have to give a shout out to Cliff Canner, the one I mentioned earlier that helped, you know, founded Blackjack uh, with me prior. Um, God, there's the list goes on. Mike Dobbins, that's my current partner. He said he wouldn't trade me for Matt Guy. There you go. I'm not gonna. I that's all. I, that's all I need to know. He I don't. I don't believe him, but that's all right. <laughs> but, uh, 
you know, just a kind of a newfound shout out would be um, Steve Miles with our boards. But Jeff and what he does, Reynolds bags, man. God, if it wasn't for Reynolds bags, blackjack wouldn't be where it's at right now. We really wouldn't. We were always known as a a big director and a, and a cornhole director, and I still kind of the core of blackjack cornhole is being a cornhole director. But um, to build our brand, it really took Reynolds bags to really get us out there. And so it's a big shout out to Jeff. I'll, I'll try to keep this a little bit shorter with uh, than the Frank Maud ones. But uh, speaking of Frank. I give a shout out to him. I mean, Frank and Jordan. Whenever they, I don't know if you guys know Jordan Langworthy or not. I know of him. Yeah. Whenever they were partnering, uh, they were you know going for their world championship title that year. They come and they play every single one of their regionals right here at the Blackjack Regional, and it was players like them that made all of our guys better. And um, we had players here like T.R. Freeman. He was stationed. Also made us play play a lot better down here. Sorry, and. Uh, I don't know if you guys know Trellis Cisco, um, but a really good player out of West Virginia. He's like a two-time seniors world champion for okay. the American World Organization. Those guys made us pros. Lester and Dale, uh, Matt and Brett, they come and play at some of our events. Uh, even Jen. Uh, a big shout-out to all my local players for just continuing to support us when we were on the ground level. We could have got to where we are now had there not been a foundation, and our local players are the foundation. Um, Megan, I mean, she's one of our... She's one of her homegrown, man. She Did she really tell you that I reached out to her and asked her for an interview and she turned me down? No. Are you kidding me? Okay, now, first of all, it was it was last second. Okay, it was last second. Yeah. We had somebody cancel on us, and I was panicking, reaching out to everyone. Well, she happened to be on Facebook, so I sent her a message. I'm like, listen, I know this is really weird, okay? But your boy Troy said, like, I should have you on the show. Like, are you willing to do this? And she's like, no, sorry. And like that was kind of it. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> well, uh, I, I might have to persuade her a little bit better for you. So you just let me know the next time you need to get Miss Monson on, and we'll we'll make it happen. All right, for sure. She just, she just needs a little bit more encouragement. But uh, yeah, she the very first tournament she ever came to was really funny because her and her cousin Amanda played as partners, and Amanda was a little bit better player than she was. Wow. And and. I remember them griping because we had resin in our bags. I could hear them. I could hear them over their background, and I tell her the story all the time. And I was like, I could hear you over there in the background saying, "There's cornhole. Why don't you have corn in the bags?" You know, <laughs> they were, they were and complaining. But she's always been a really good softball player, pitcher, and good player at that. She's competitive. She throws a, a hard bag for a girl, for, especially, and she's just uh, she is a tough competitor in our region. She's not the best singles player down here in most cases. She doesn't win most of our singles events. But she can. She just, I think sometimes she has more fun than she does competitiveness. She's just a little bit too chill. I think she likes to play doubles better than singles. Well, she's currently playing with doubles with one of our favorite people, Christine. So, I mean, yeah. those two, I mean, they just, I, I'm excited to see how they do as partners. It's going to be exciting. Oh, I mean, yeah. we already saw one well, case. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, one for one so far. So. Hey, they're undefeated, right? <laughs> Absolutely. So, let's go over, hey, where can people buy your stuff, man? Tell, shout it out. Well, I was hoping by the time we were able to do this episode 21 that we'd have the Blackjack website back up and running. There's a there's a website right there. People can go and look at it if they want to. They can read a little bit about Blackjack and some of those things that we've already talked about. But right now I don't have the uh, catalog open for sales. Um, you might see some beer belly bags on there, stuff we used to co-brand beer belly bags a long time ago for our, our events. And 
Right now, all the boards and bags are being sold directly through Messenger, but which either me or Sean, uh, that's Sean Duggar or Troy Hauser. It's a, it's. I'm telling you, it's it's madness. I sit one time yeah. after we've done a bag release. I sit for seven hours, not not nonstop, but it took me seven hours total just to do all the printing labels so I could send them to Jeff. Um, so it was overwhelming, but it was also good overwhelming. Um, we were we were just shocked. We thought, you know, we'll we'll so we'll do pretty good with this release, but nothing like what we were did. We were really really surprised, really happy and fortunate that it all happened. But right now, it's all through Sean and I, and I'll have that website up going soon. It, it's it's really really close. I've been sending him some photos and some descriptions just recently. Okay. Um, it just it just took him a while to get to me. Um, but it's it's about it's about there. I got you. I got you. Well, hey, man, we don't want to take up any more of your time. We greatly appreciate you coming on tonight. Um, I, I mean, people like hearing about, like, you know, the startup companies and, like, you know, how successful you've been. I love it because one of the reasons we wanted to start doing this show was to shed light on players and then companies that, like, not aren't necessarily, like, the big ones. You know what I mean? Like, and I know you, like, you guys have joined forces with Reynolds, but, like, I love seeing, like, I think you guys come up with an awesome product. I love that you guys have something unique, and you guys have some of the best designs out there, so um, your boards are freaking awesome. Everyone needs to go check those out. I mean, your 3D boards, I mean, I think are some of the best, sharpest looking. Oh, and yeah. then that little brace support, that just that little finishing touch you put on there, yeah. I mean, that just, that looks so nice, it's next man. level. Looks nice. Yeah, man. Well, I I can't take all the credit for these things. I mean, I got really good design people that they they literally have to read my mind. I tell them an idea that I have, and they make it even better. Um, I, I've got people that do. I got several different guys that do bags. Uh, Steve and I worked on the boards. Uh, Michael James from Wisconsin. He helps me with bags and boards. He does an amazing job with artwork, and I highly recommend him. Um, I don't know if I should say some of my other ones because they're co-branded with some other manufacturers. I got you. But yeah, so I, I, I can't take all the credit for it, but I, I, I do appreciate it very much, and we're thrilled that uh, that the brand is as good as it is. Um, we've been around for two th- since 2012, but I kind of told Sean this year, I said, 2020, we're going to relaunch Blackjack. And we're going to, I mean... We didn't really even know it was going to do as good as it's done. This first quarter has been ridiculous. I've probably done more in the first quarter than I have in the last eight years uh, <laughs> together, combined. But that's but it's, it's been fun. And it, the funny part about it is we haven't hosted one event, and I'm still doing better in the first quarter than I have all, you know, we've been really good events that I hope are still going to stick. Most of them have been canceled because of this, you know. Yeah. But uh, it's it's been fun. And listening to you guys has been really fun too. Like, y'all, I, mean, I thought y'all were gonna have a few more episodes during you know this core team, but y'all bailed out. <laughs> hey man, we're, we're busy listen, throwing and drinking, man. We can't record got, every day. Well, listen, I got a wife, okay? and he's still like, working. Yeah, I'm, I'm still back working, working now too. So it is what it is. I, I do understand. I haven't stopped the day either, but uh, I found you guys because I was looking uh, for the American Cornholes taco. Okay. And I couldn't. I couldn't search when the search engine. I couldn't find it, so I, I actually ended up typing in cornhole to find it, and I found the dog cast, and I found you guys. There we and go. You guys were on. 
you guys were on episode five. I can't remember exactly where Dogcast was, but I listened to all of theirs. I think it was like 16 or 17 that, where they were at. I listened to all of theirs in two days, and then I listened to you guys in one day, and I've not missed a beat since. So I just keep I keep checking every day to make sure y'all ain't going to drop one on me. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we, we appreciate that, though. I mean, like... Again, like that's what we're doing. This just you know to kind of shed some light and um, dealing with people like you. I mean, I think that's one of the reasons Blackjack has been so successful is because you guys have awesome customer service. Someone sends you guys a message and you guys are going to get back to them, and then they're going to get their bags relatively quickly. And you guys keep coming out with fresh stuff, and it's good stuff, man. Like I, we'll support you any way we can. Yeah, well, we just want to treat customers the same way we would want to be treated, and. We're, we're very fortunate that we have Jeff because we know we're going to get bags to people in less than a week. That's, yeah. that's never yeah. been a problem to get bags less than a week. But we literally send people or their tracking information in most cases 10 minutes after they make their order. 10 minutes after they pay, they already got a tracking number. So they feel good about the money that they just sent to sue two random guys through Messenger. You know, so, <laughs> um, it, it does give them a little bit of, okay, that was, that was legit what I just did. Um, but yeah, it's, it, we just we always ran our tournaments the same way as a tournament that we would want to attend, and so we've kind of treated our customer service and our orders the same exact way. We want to we would want a tracking number almost right away, and some places you get that, some places you don't. But we're going to have a tracking number to you that day, a hundred percent. You will definitely get it that day, and um, you're going to have from Jeff Reynolds. You may have bags to you during. That night. <laughs> Let's see. No, it's hey. it's it, this is working out perfectly. It really I mean, is. it's almost like you already listened to our episode before this. I oh, mean, okay. like, I mean, this is just it's it's almost too perfect. It really is. Um, so again, thank you so much for coming on. We greatly appreciate it. We had fun. Yeah, You're super great, easy to talk to. It's interview. crazy. So. Well, I'm going to have to come up with another number so I can get on another episode. Hey, hey, you're welcome. Hey, you got an open invitation, yeah, my man. Anytime. anytime you want, you got an open invitation for sure. I appreciate you guys. I enjoy listening to it. I really do. And uh, you know, you guys know a lot of people up there that I know. I think that's one reason it's really easy to listen to you guys because I know a lot of people from the Cleveland area. And, okay. And, well, y'all are really blessed to have Dave. I'll tell you what, man. That, that guy. Damn right we are. Uh, Dude, one of our favorite humans, man. He's helped us out so much. He's a good guy. Uh, we actually, a long time ago, and I just don't have to be part of your broadcast or whatever, but a long time ago, uh, when Blackjack first started, before when we, uh, we we were in the American Cornhole Organization, but we actually played in the Midwest Cornhole Tour that Dave Wisner had us involved in. Okay. And he was, he's top-notch, man. That guy is top-notch, and I don't get to see him play. I know you guys don't get to see him play much either. But, uh, we, uh, we, you know, we joke, we've said it a few times in the episodes. If I get there early, every once in a while, he's got four bags in his hand and he's showing off a little bit. Just, I think, just to kind of remind people, you know, what I mean, like how good he yeah, could be. He now can... he's so humble, you know, he'll never admit that. But like, I, I'll throw next to him on the board just because I want to see it. And then I, dude, I'm telling you, the dude doesn't miss very often, if ever. <laughs> he, he, he definitely knows how to do it. And, yeah, uh, man. He, he's a class act. He, he really is. is. The ACL and you guys are all very lucky to have him. For sure, absolutely. All right, man. Well, you take it easy. All right, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you later. <laughs>